Yeah. Welcome back, guys, to the Side Monkey Podcast. I am your co-host, Macropolis, a.k.a. Matthew Angelo Sobolski, along with... Scrups, a.k.a. Amanda Scrupski Muldoon. Raising oh, that room. Yeah, this is going to be out there. So whatever I do, people might see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is That's good. Crazy. This is good. This is We're happening. Awesome. It's happening. Here we are. <laughs> No, extreme close up. Um, we had a pretty good episode last week. We talked what is going to be going on post COVID. And uh, dang, you took you stole the thunder. What we talk about, I'm so excited. Uh, someday we're gonna do a cooking episode. Mm-hmm. Someday, yeah. <laughs> neither one of us have stoves right yeah. here, so we're, we are. Um, are you gonna are we gonna cook with only kumquats is that the <laughs> stimulus no obviously we need other ingredients yeah otherwise it's just kumquat right yeah then we should just be scooping out the insides of a kumquat that's not cooking no that's arriving so i mean did you know what they are a kumquats basically you put a picture up on our last yeah. podcast, so I think now everyone knows what a kumquat is. It's just like if a you don't, orange. Accept responsibility for it. Oh, good segue. Man, we already went through the intro. That was it. Boom, right in. And then no, that. I don't think so. No, you're not ready for it yet? We could talk I'm about not ready. it. No. I think it's going to get saucy today again. Well, well, we didn't get saucy last week, did we? I don't. I mean, yeah. we weren't really saucy. It was just yeah. a little back and forth. But, there was a lot um, of laughter. Editing out. I'm like, did we talk at all or did we just laugh the whole time? Because I would search through and I would, like, wow, we're laughing again. Here we go. Yeah, there was a lot. So, yeah, we talked about post COVID, what that's going to look like. I mean, every other day I'm like, we're almost there. It sounds like we're going to be there. And then the next day they're like, nope, not letting you out. (laughs) I almost feel like, and I don't know if you can relate, like a dog who's in its crate, who Mm -hmm. hears someone like walk by the house or like maybe the mailman. And I'm like, they're home, they're home, they're home. And then (laughs) they're not home. And that's what it feels like right now. I'm like, maybe I get to see my friends. And then Mm -mm. don't. Yeah. Because it sounded like, like some states are letting their people out. And then I get excited, but then I'm like, should they be letting their people out? I don't know. Are they going to get sick? And then I'm like, are they going to get sick? And then <laughs> so that deviant look that you had on your face right there, like, sick. Yeah, I just, I, I like, I kind of want to know. Because then it's like, are they dumb to let their people out? Like, should they be? I don't know. What do you think? Hmm. Um, I'm not sure because so I listened to a couple other podcasts and I sent you one actually. It was by uh, Tony Robbins and uh, he interviewed a couple of doctors that he had on his panel. And they're saying like originally the projections and the numbers that they released were really, really high. And that was really only for the safety of everyone. It wasn't nothing was done because they were trying to scare people. It was done for the safety of everyone. And and I do believe that. Okay. But now the numbers haven't been achieved. And that is fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. We 
none of us would have wanted to see the numbers that were predicted actually have come true. No, they were in the millions. Right. And if originally the numbers that were predicted had come true, then it would have been something like one in 20 would have gotten it, which then every one of us would have known someone who would have died from COVID, which would have been terrible. I, knock on wood, don't know anybody who died. Thank goodness. Um, I do know some people who got it who then recovered, which is fantastic. But now what are we doing? Now we're sitting and waiting. Yeah. And how long do we wait? And when do we reopen? And when do things go back to whatever's going to be normal? And how paranoid are we going to be once we're back to normal? Because I think people are going to be still paranoid. Oh, 100%. So what does that look like? Looks like what you got right now. When I go out, we went to Wegmans. My wife said it and we got masks on. And she's like, I just feel like I'm not, I'm in another world. And yeah. like when you go out, that's it. You've got uh, plastic up around registers uh, and things. You've got, you know, sanitizer everywhere, which is great. And then you've got all sorts of people with all sorts of different masks on, bandanas, you name it, covering the face. You can see people's eyes. And it does seem like this alternate universe. Yeah. Um, this is reality. And part of it might be here for and, until supposedly they have a vaccine, right? So nobody knows. Um what to expect. I mean, we did our best last week in using, you know, our own insight and our own thoughts and our own expertise on life, I guess. And, you know, and everyone right now, everyone, including our officials are, are it's a guessing game, right? Nobody knows because they've right. experienced, they've we dealt can't with the future. Yeah. I, we know what we know now. So let's go with what we know. We know that the normal that we knew before is never going to be the same, right? There is going to be a new normal. We don't know what it looks like. We do know that there will be some who, uh, right, they have the need to be right. I told you so. They don't know anyone that's that suffered from it. This was all overreaction, whatever. And they're going to go on their life kind of the way they were. They're going to be, I think, some that, you know, were affected, know someone like you and I both know someone that, that was sick. I know people that have passed from it. Um and understand that this was very real and was different than the flu. And then they're going to be those that actually lost someone close to them, right? I think those are the three yeah. types of, of people. But but you're right. And so we don't know. And they are. It's like they're playing that game, just like you said. I mean, perfect analogy. It was good using the dog. I mean, who doesn't love dogs? You know, of like, yeah, you get so excited. It's like you hear the news, like, the curve's going down. We flattened it. And but we're not reopening right, right here in New York. Because it's not, it needs to be flat, but then we're down for a certain percentage of days. But what is that? Yeah. And I remember when it first happened, I talked about this. When they started taking things away, I was very, I talked to my girlfriends about it. Like, are we okay with them taking things away? Like, I don't know. We, I, we've read so many books like 1984, Big Brother, like all of that when I was growing up was like, we'll never let anybody take us our stuff away but we let them we all were like okay so i don't get sick okay and then and now we're sitting there we're all sitting here like okay and some people are saying no and i i don't know yeah. how long do we sit and say yeah you can keep all of my rights to not do anything 
And I'm not saying like, let's arm up and go against the government. That's please don't ever say, I'm, Amanda Muldoon said, let's go. Because uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, but how long do we hang out and, and chill and Netflix and chill for six months? No, I don't think so, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it, it's. I think the times come. Everyone is is beyond ready to go. We'll find out. You know, there is something that you know Georgia when they opened, there were six hundred thirty five new cases. You know, from the day they opened, and twenty deaths. I don't know if you saw that that number that came out, and I don't know that was brief. And I I don't pay att enough attention to continually go in look at that article and see what it says because I do believe there is a great deal of sense sensational sensationalism. Yes. And sensationalization, right? Is that a word, right? They sensationalize it everything. It is sensationalized. Boom. Um, and there is that because, let's face it, it sells. It's the news. Um, they always throw that feel-good story at the very end of the newscast. Like, oh, and look at this person. The dog been... whose family did come home. It yeah. was the mailman. <laughs> and his parents did come home. They're essential workers. The dog was happy. We'll see you next week or tomorrow. <laughs> And give you more chip for fifty. And the mailman went home too. <laughs> yeah, and 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 we'll give that last little bit. Thank you guys. You know, it's just it, it's yeah. it's what it is. But anyway, we did our best to to cover that. We'll probably because again we're in it <laughs> and we're not over it. Obviously, <laughs> not over it. We're here. Uh, we're not in the same uh, room. Um, well, virtually we are. Where am I? <laughs> there I am. That's the other way. I had to really think about it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nobody can see us. We're we're literally just messing around. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. I just assume that everybody's gonna watch the video. Well, that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> Maybe people will. So what? So anyway, right? So anyway, <laughs> you have to. If you're just too, we should just call back. this now. What are we talking about today, Scrubs? Uh. So. We're going to talk about accepting responsibility or AKA the blame game um, in a couple different arenas, I think, because I think it's going to take us all over the place based on how conversations usually go with us. Uh, I love to say we're going to focus. Um, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Um, but whenever we try to figure out how we ended up in a situation or how we ended up in um, any sort of arena in our life. Usually we try to figure out how we got there and we try to figure out who put us there, right? Who put us in the crate? If we want to go back yeah. to that dog uh, analogy, yeah, we're going to go back but <laughs> usually we're the ones who walked in yeah. and we're the ones who made those decisions. Mm -hmm. So we're going to kind of talk through that. Right? Did, I yeah, got it right. You did. You got an ace, one hundred. Cool. Do, do you think everyone does think that way, though? No, I think a lot of times we try to blame other people. We try to blame friends, family, genetics. We talked about before we got on um, because we don't want to accept our own responsibility because it's way easier to put that to other people. Um, and you, I think we find that too, like when we get together with family around holidays and stuff, like 
well, how did you end up here? Well, you told me to do this. Or you told me to do that. And um, yeah, I think that's going to lead right into where we're headed today. Um, so where do you want to start? Well, hmm. and so how do we come to the subject matter? One, we wanted to kind of deviate and get away from a little bit the COVID because we did have quite a few episodes consecutively based around that. And we all need to break away from the COVID talk because it's 24-7. So we threw some topics uh, at each other, not literally, right? We don't throw things at each other, but we- We would love to throw things literally at each other right now because it would mean we were in the same freaking room. Yeah, and this is all over. But so the blame game was kind of the subject matter, but we do like to, you know, especially with yours in mind, focus is always about trying to be a little bit more positive and accepting responsibility is a much more positive and optimistic way of, of looking at the subject matter we're going to talk about, which has to do with that. And in many areas of our life and, and, Again, you had said that, you know, there'll probably be a couple of different themes. I don't know if themes would be the word, but different platforms in which this applies, whether it's relationships, whether it's career, whether it's, you know, your, your overall health and wellness, your financial situation, right? Num- yeah. Right. So I think we're going to go all across the board there and touch on, on all that subject matter. I would say we start with relationships. Ah. Uh. Ah, no, you want to you go? No, let's do it. Get the one, right? Let's get the painful one out of the way. <laughs> painful? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to be wrong in a relationship, right? You know what I mean? Wait, what? Nobody wants to be wrong in a relationship, you know? Not that you want to blame your significant other, but you don't want to be the one that, that is apologizing. Right. Right? Yes. <laughs> At least I don't. I mean, I'll admit it, you know what I mean? It's very difficult. I'm not going to throw my wife under the bus, right? But, you know, not that we want to say, I told you so, but maybe sometimes we do. Oh, everybody wants to say, I told you so in a relationship. Yes, I was right. Ha ha. You were totally wrong. I've been telling you that since day one. Um, That's what everybody wants to say. Sorry. I'm wrong. I always, I know that in, in this relationship, this, <coughs> this co-host relationship, I know I'm, I'm usually the wrong, I'm usually in the wrong. Oh, that's not true. You're right. It's not. <laughs> um, so let's start there. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? So <coughs> as far as I'm trying to, I'm trying to think my way through this. So yeah. accepting responsibility or blame game. I guess I'm confused. I think in... What are you looking at? Do you have notes? No, oh yeah, I do have notes. No, I think... Um, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm delusional right now. Uh, the When it comes to relationships, I one of the best things that we can do is... And, and it, it, again, applies to life, is accept responsibility for our part in whatever it might be. Right? Like a conversation? It could be conversation. It could be a decision that's made. It could be uh, an argument that's being had. Um, it applies to everything. And so often we get hurt emotionally or we get defensive or, you know, we might have a particular opinion or feeling or tradition or way of thinking that could be the source of 
whatever it is that, that, that we're discussing as it relates to a relationship. And so I think it's not necessarily the starting point is accepting relationships. So let's talk about in relationships with, uh, with, with arguments. We'll use that. Mm -hmm. So accepting your role mm -hmm. in the conversation and accepting your responsibility for what was said. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where you're leading me. Okay. So realizing that, first of all, how you said something, because it might have been interpreted a certain way uh, based on the tone that was said, based on also the situation, because I think sometimes we don't take into account the situation where something was said. Was it in front of other people? Was it at home when you were alone? Um, was it in front of kids too? How that can all be interpreted? Um, because sometimes that can be interpreted as um, like a power play. Um, if it's said in front of other family members or in front of friends, what were you trying to, or what was that, how did that person interpret it? You were trying to establish some sort of authority um, and that can make that difficult. Um, so sometimes you might be joking. I know that I've definitely done that before in conversations where I say something where I'm joking because I can definitely be <clears throat> assertive, especially I, that's how I come across. Um, but it can come off as aggressive because of the way I've said it. Um, and that's how it's interpreted because of who we're around in situations and that's in multiple relationships that I've I've been in just because of the way that I, I speak. I speak with, um, I, I'm very confident in the way that I speak usually. Um, maybe, hopefully you guys can tell, maybe not because I'm sometimes scatterbrained, but, but when I'm around friends and I'm speaking that that can be said that way. And then sometimes the other person can feel like I'm downplaying what they're saying because I speak with that. Are you are you quick to accept responsibility in those situations? Are you are you one who's quick to say, "Look, I, I realize I might have been a little this or that," um, or are you one that will fight a little bit more for your stance uh, on a given situation? Might you use a situation with friends? It depends on how it's presented to me and who presents it. I've had friends present it to me and say, you know that you came across this way. And mm -hmm. I'm like, shoot, I shouldn't have done that. But if the person presents it and if they present it in an argumentative way and they attack me and attack and see, and I've even said that, and that's what I immediately jump to. Um, and don't tell me the way it's made them feel, but they bring in other things, other perspectives, then I usually don't respond well. Um, and I, then I tend to blame back. But I need to, a friend can usually give me the perspective of both of us or give me that person's perspective because they're seeing it from outside where Usually if it's that person, they're likely to point fingers at a whole bunch of different things. And then I don't see that perspective. I hope that makes sense. So it's hard for me to then see what I did 
in just that one instance, where if they can pull me back and say, in that one instance, this is what you said. But if it's multiple things, it's, it's difficult, right? If someone says these five things you did wrong, how do you respond to five things? It's like when you get a test back in grade school, right? And there's five problems you did wrong that you have to correct. You're like, oh gosh, I have five things. How do I correct five things that are wrong for myself? But if someone says, this is that one thing, okay, I can correct one thing right now and I can talk about this one thing. I think that's the difference. In that, so in that scenario with the, with the test, is it, um, is the responsibility that I, is in, in what I'm looking for in terms of like accepting responsibility, like, is it those weren't in the study guide or is it that I should have studied better? Right. And I think there's, right. And so where does that fall? I in? think it's different. It could be different scenarios too, or different things that I have to, different things that I have to work on, different skills mm -hmm. where the one thing I can focus on and I can try to address, or if it's five different things. So let's say the one thing is how I speak in front of friends and how assertive I am. Maybe I need to back off and maybe I need to listen more. That's one thing. Listen more. Maybe of those five things, though, maybe I need to listen more and maybe I need to not interrupt and maybe I need to um, introduce and maybe I need to two other things. To remember all five things when I walk into a social situation with you is a lot of things because then I have to think when I'm walking into that social situation. Okay, I've got to introduce. I also have to now, okay, I've got to, I've got to listen, but I, and I can't interrupt and I've got to do, 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 do. That's a lot of stuff that I have to remember while also trying to interact with my friends or your friends or whoever else, where if there's one thing, okay, today we're walking in. I'm going to talk to you. Okay. I'm going to focus on introducing you today out of respect for you. And that's the one thing I'm going to focus on. If we can get through that, we can have a successful interaction today. That's the one thing I'm going to do. So let's focus on that. And then when we walk out of that, if I've done that successfully, this couple of times, the next couple of times we go to interact, I can work on something else. And while I do that, you can work on whatever mm -hmm. you need to work on through this interaction. Instead well, me trying to focus on five things. That's a lot of freaking things for me to focus on. And, and then I have not enjoyed this interaction at all. Guess what? Now we're fighting about something else because I, mm. I probably forgot to do th the things that I used to be good at. I forgot to engage with my friends because I was instead thinking about, did I do those things correctly? Do we have, you know, do you have, say, we don't have to get into specifics, right? Whether it's the friend or person or, you know, that is usually always blaming you. You know, you do this, you know, I don't, you know, maybe they're not, uh, they're never really accepting their role in a disagreement or like, you know, even like childhood friends or this or that, when they never really accept their role uh, in the discussion or in something that happened, right? Do you, do you know someone like that, I guess, is, you know? Um, I think we all know someone like that. Right? Right. You can have those conversations and they, you can do whatever. You can have those appropriate conversations, but they don't see their responsibility on the other mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think so life is about your own self-improvement. 
and owning you, you cannot ever change someone else's behavior. You can only change your own. And your expectation cannot be, I will change someone else. If they are not motivated to change for you, that can't be on you. Yeah. And the same goes for, and I guess in the in the scope of the relationship, in the way that I'll always look at things, uh, and I didn't always look at things this way. I was very one-sided. I was very selfish. Let me be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but is the fact that I always look at it like even when, for example, when I had you know responsibility for employees, I'm always going to tell them the same thing. Like, I'm not saying you're right, and I'm saying you're wrong. But there's always there's always three sides to every story, right? There's there's yeah. years, years, and then there's the truth that lies somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. and you know, what I would try to do in those situations is try and help the, the, the individuals understand that we all have some level of responsibility in this situation, right? In mm-hmm. this disagreement, in this circumstance, whatever it was. And the same thing goes, I think, in relationship is whether or not you or your friend or your significant other may have started something, right? There's always something way that we could have responded to help to either nullify, to, you know, tone it down, to, to alleviate that. Um, and what we do is, you know, we, we all have those parts. And I think that is that. Oh, absolutely. And if it's always on the same hand, if I'm always the one going into the situation where it's okay, yeah, you improved. Now you introduce, now you aren't interrupting. Now you're not doing this. And it's constantly me changing. And the other person is never changing their behavior. There's going to be a problem there because why am I always the one who is changing my behavior in order to appease someone else? Because I'm sure they're not the golden child who doesn't need to change. I'm sure there are moments in that conversation or those interactions that other things need to happen. So my behavior should not always be the one that needs to be modified. Um, So that would be another one of those situations where I would have to step back eventually and look at, okay, I, I got the test back. I've slowly changed the five things. I've now got a hundred on my test. Where's your test? You're so what have you modified? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then we get in like I don't want to finger point and do the the blame game the other way, but I have changed to make myself better for this relationship to work. Where is the accountability in both directions? Because we're both driving down the street here together. I don't yeah. I'm accelerating and you're still doing 30 miles an hour. Yeah, so in the relationship uh, aspect that we are discussing accepting responsibility, mm-hmm. if you're always the one that's accepting responsibility, that could be leading to that. That could be a sign of indifference. It could be a sign that you know there's some things that need to be you know discussed, hammered out, or maybe that that might not be a relationship that you should be in. Yeah, I mean. We're all supposed to be growing, right? Like I am not the same person that I was when I was 25, when I was 15, or when I was five. So the person that I was in a relationship with when I was five is not the person that I would be in a relationship when I am 35. So that being said, if that person did not grow with me 
and I'm sure that person has changed. If we grew in different directions, that is okay. Mm -hmm. And you respect that, then you need to kind of separate, walk away. Now, at the same time, there are plenty of marriages where those people grow together, mm -hmm. and work on themselves together and stay together for 40, 50 years because they continue to grow, they continue to develop, they continue to talk to each other and work through things together. So it can work, but it also doesn't have to always. Yeah. So it, you have to find out what your relationship is. And there are moments too, I will say this, one person grows, the other person takes a pause, allows that person to grow, and then that person yeah. grows. Okay. So you may have to take that moment of reflection and figure out, is it my my turn to grow and let that person wait and then they get to? Because that might be what's happening as well. You don't always need to both be, okay, we're both growing right now. Mm -hmm. so. I like that. How do you yeah. feel about it? You feel like we covered a decent amount there? Yeah. Yeah. It was the one you didn't want to go. You didn't want to start there. Yeah, because relationships are tricky, dude. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It could be, you know, uh, intimate relationship, could be friendships, could be, you know, family yeah. relationships, right? It doesn't matter. Friendships that like you've grown out of. I've definitely had to say, I respect, I respect you, but, and I, I would come to you if you needed me, but we are not besties anymore. I wouldn't hang out with you. We have different views now. Sure. And different philosophies on, on things. So you can definitely grow out of relationships that way. Yeah. Um, but and same with romantic relationships. Oh, yeah. Some of them end and some of them continue. And I think that is so that's a subject matter that, you know, especially for you and I and for most a lot of people, there is the, you know, the divorce and that you shouldn't get divorced and that's you know, it's a sin and, and everything else. And I think, you know Are you judging me right now? No, 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 no. I, maybe I am a little bit. Okay. <laughs> all right. But you can it. That's all right. Literally grow out two they can change and two people can change. I think if need be, like any every any situation can be mended if both parties are willing to work and continue to grow. But there is the reality that you could just simply become different people. Mm -hmm. And the same way that you could be people that, you know, come together. A little bit more right mm -hmm. so like that is an just a possibility and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that um there are some that where the situation is amicable and they they deviate a little bit and they're like look we're just not the same people we're two different people now right and then there's a complete shit storm where it's volatile and you're at fault and you're at fault and neither one here we go prime example neither one willing to accept responsibility and it becomes this ugly uh, situation, ugly divorce, ugly separation, um, versus yeah. the yeah. other one, the, the, the prior, which is the, you know, I accept responsibility for who I am and, and, and I accept responsibility for who I am and we're just not the same anymore. Right. Yeah. And so that's yeah, what and I was lucky enough to be in that one. I mean, we both accepted who we were and it was, I hate to say it, the best divorce I ever could have had. I mean, if all right. divorces could be like that, I think more people would get divorced. I shouldn't say that. Um, We're advocating for divorce. 
Yay. No, we're not. We're not. He's a beautiful not. person. He's an absolutely beautiful person. I wish nothing but the best for him. And I want him to have an amazing, beautiful life. I can say nothing but amazing things about him. Um, and I feel so honored and blessed to have the time that I spent with him. So, yeah, we were very lucky to have that in our relationship. And I don't regret any of the time that I spent with him. Very good. Yeah. Let's move on to some responsibility as it relates to, I know we're not talking COVID, uh, but the financial aspect uh, of it, right? There are sure some people that are blaming the government for their business failing. They're blaming the government or other the virus are blaming this for the fact that they can't buy food or things like that. And the, the responsibility of, being financially sound, uh, yeah. which I think is a lesson that a lot of people will learn from this. But what is your take on on accepting responsibility? I think this is a lesson that we all needed to learn in this generation because I, I think that a lot of the other generations had to go through a lot of really hard times as far as financial responsibility. Um, long time ago, there was the Great Depression. Then you had uh, tough times back in the 70s and the 80s as far as financial responsibility. Um, you had some recession back in the 90s and early 2000s. So I think that right now, it's good for us to have to do some reflection as far as our financial responsibility and what we have as far as savings, what we have as far as um, what's in our bank accounts, what we have as far as our fluid economy, uh, personally, what we can also do as far as creative economy for ourselves. Um, can we get into the um, online marketplace? Um, I'm teaching some online. I know that you're teaching online. Um, you're getting into some certifications online. So I think that that's really something that people have had to explore. Are you able to work from home in your capacity? Um, so I think that that is really something that people have had to explore, uh, which is really good for our generation because, again, they haven't had to worry about that. And potentially some people have had to worry about it. But as a mass uh, culture, we haven't. Yeah, I think it's good for us. You're, you're right. And you led you started out with, you know, like, for example, our grandparents or whatever, the Great Depression. Right. That taught so many lessons and there might not have been people that were financially uh, savvy or, or savers in that. But that taught them the lesson that you've got to, you know, that you, we all know, like our grand, you know, be grateful for this. And they, they, they planned and they saved because they experienced, you know, not being able to get bread and things of that nature. You know, like the, 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 that, the dire positions that so many people were in led to them having this sense of financial responsibility that, that they have, or most people did. Again, there's still those that didn't. Um, but you're right. This is a lesson learned right now. If you are unable and you're struggling uh, to really, quote unquote, get your shit together, 
because you know coming from a financial background my degree was in business finance getting into financial planning we would always say and any any financial expert will tell you to have at least three to six months of living expenses in a savings account and i would be i think i'm pretty safe to say that the vast majority of americans did not or do not yeah had it not been for unemployment uh coming to these folks we would be in a completely different scenario. People would be losing their shit, right? Uh, because how do they pay the bills? Yes. And I'm not, I'm, again, not right or wrong. I'm not saying, look, I there's areas that I'm, I, my degrees in finance. There's areas where I need to be, to be better in. One of the things I did as, as you know, when I got in the business was make sure that I had some, some working capital to, to navigate the, some waters. I didn't think these freaking waters would be here, um, but they are. Uh, but I think that, but I accept that, you know, this was my lack of whatever, or, or my looking at the situation and being, being prepared for it. And I think that situation for people is how many folks are, and, and I don't think there are many because let's face it, a lot of people that got unemployment, you're getting close to a thousand dollars a week for a decent amount of people might be more than they were getting before. But the lesson, yeah, will they learn that lesson? Really, will they Will they accept responsibility for the fact that I didn't have three months? Like you couldn't make it two months. Most people couldn't make it a month, right? That was the general conversation when we closed everything down. Like how are people going to afford? We're going to give them $1,200 stimulus. And then the, the general conversation was that's not enough for me. How am I going to pay my, my mortgage is $1,100. My mortgage, you know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. it's not the government's fault really that they shut things. It's not coronavirus. Now, is there some responsibility for this virus absolutely but what does that do for it doesn't do us any good to blame a virus right it doesn't make this it doesn't change the yeah. fact that you were not prepared for the unexpected right and so yeah so how prepared are people going to be after this that's what's going to be a question that people will need to ask themselves is because because this is something that was never expected and because it's something that we never had experienced before, will people prepare and be ready in the future? Because this could happen again. Like, let's wake up and realize, <laughs> sorry guys, now that the government knows that it can shut us down, it mm -hmm. has, wake up. Like, I'm sorry, that's that's big girl Amanda telling you. You were worried about me going uh, off the handle and here you are, <laughs> no, get it, no, oh, get like, it, I can get it. Please. Get it. By the way, get it. Um, the government has realized it can shut us down. And it just did. So wake up. Get ready. Because it can happen again. Okay? Because yeah. it just happened. Okay. Sorry. I had to I have to throw that out there. Oh. No, you're right. And and is there, but then is there the because they were quote unquote, you know, I guess bailed out. They bailed out the American people, but it's not their fault. This time. This time. So can you, can this, has, okay, second wave comes in the end of the year, fourth quarter, right? Worst, time, worst time for a, you know, this to happen because fourth quarter of the year is usually where one shopping's done, two companies make money. That usually means employees get bonuses or things like that. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Boom. Now, and now, if you were behind the eight ball, you've only got maybe June, July, and August to prepare for something like that. So not a lot of time, especially if you're not in a good financial position. And I'm not discounting. There are going to be folks like, 
I understand what median income is and things like that. We do. I am not one of them, but maybe sort of. Uh, we Most people live beyond their means in this country. We've got a thing called credit, and most people misuse credit. Um, and so maybe we don't have enough time, but you're absolutely right. This is the time to be mindful of what's going on. Be mindful of where your money is going. Try and get yourself the help, but accept responsibility. You're in the situation you're in, and this will lead, I guess, segue into, I think, the overall scope of what today's uh, episode is about. Like You are in the financial situation you are because of decisions you made. I'm in the situation that I'm in because of the decisions I've made in life, and that is at the heart of what today's episode is really all about, right? Yeah. How many Absolutely. folks will blame uh, the government for the taxes or because they do this? And how many folks will blame their parents or the way they grew up? Or they'll say, not necessarily blame others, but, oh, must be nice for this person or must be nice for that person or must be nice because they've got money or this or that. Look at that actor that, that you're saying, yeah, it's easy for him to say, he took the risk to become an actor and put it all on the line and go after something he loved and became very, very good at it, right? Yeah. Not can we get rid of must be nice? Because that like can we realize that everybody has choice? Something that they're carrying? Like, no matter what, the human experience has a struggle. Every person Absolutely. has a struggle. We all have a story. Have you ever met someone who when you met with them and said hi how are you that they didn't have a story mm -hmm. i have never ever in my life met someone who didn't have a story and didn't want to share it every person has a book they're carrying oh, that yeah. they and if they don't want to share it it's probably because it's that bad by the way sure yeah, it's so heavy that you can't handle the shit that they're carrying. So let's get rid of that. That must be nice. Mm. Because even the people with a shit ton of money probably are dealing with some heavy freaking shit that you can't handle. No, absolutely. And the people that are really, really struggling who don't have any money are probably dealing with some heavy fucking shit that you can't handle. So when you say that must be nice, it's probably because you have some shit that you're dealing with that you can't handle. Yeah. Real Amanda's coming out today. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, this it's like, my brain's on fire right now. What's that emoji? Like that emoji where he's like, <laughs> up and heads on fire and there's all the smoke coming out. Like, that's my, my girl, get it. Yeah. No, right. Like, come on. We've all got shit. Yeah. And it, guess what? So today it might not be heavy, but what about five years ago? Or what? Guess what? We might be right at the top of that roller coaster and about to go over. Today you might be like, "Oh, thank goodness, today is good." But tomorrow you might be tumbling. Mm -hmm. So, like, be thankful for whatever you have right now, dude. That, that dude. <laughs> That's what encompasses this. The, the whole discussion today is a lot of times we're so focused on on everything else and everyone else that we lose sight of of the self and the reality is that we're the dictators we're the authors we're the the story we're the filmmakers of our life and and that for me was the biggest uh eye-opening experience that that and this is why I'm so 
I'm such a proponent of of this. And, and I just threw this out there. I had no idea, didn't want to discuss this, but I'll always say it. Like, accept, it's not until you accept responsibility for who you are, right, that your life's going to change. So I wrote a book. I don't know if we've ta- talked about this. We but, haven't talked about your book. Yeah, it's all right. Um, <laughs> the, that chapter four in there. Chapter four or five? He's writing it right now. No, yeah. Just no, kidding. Funny. He really did write a book. And the, the, the chapter title, so every book, every chapter is, is a song title. And, and chapter was about Man in the Mirror. Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror was one that hit me when I was becoming, trying to, to change myself, trying to figure out who I was, trying to fix the things in my life that were going so wrong, all on mine. And it, and it wasn't, so I had, I was a partier, right? That's how I refer to, refer to myself. I use drugs all the time. That's what we did, right? Another story I told myself. Um, never, I, I, I didn't necessarily blame the, the neighborhood I grew up in. I wasn't like, Oh, that's, that's why I'm the way I am. And I didn't blame say my father who had his struggles, you know, when he was growing up, you know, and, and is such a strong individual and overcame everything. You know, I didn't, you know, I could have used where we grew up. I could have used the fact that we grew up, uh, my sister and I were, you know, my parents had my sister and I, when they were 19 both of us by 19, right? Two kids, 19, trying to go to school, living together, just graduated high school. Um, you know, there are a number of things out there, right? The fact that we didn't have a lot of money or whatever, could have used all that. I never necessarily blamed that or the people or where I hung out, the neighborhood we grew up in. Uh, but it wasn't until I was really looking to figure out my life that I realized that I needed to set responsibility. It was nobody else's. It wasn't the government, wasn't my boss, wasn't this, wasn't that. It wasn't until I accepted responsibility that I made the decisions to continually use drugs. Now, I tried to stop for so long, you know, and said I was gonna change, said I was gonna change, but I still made those decisions to do it. Now, there are many factors, right, that that, that go into to drug use and addiction. And for me, it was, I had to get to the, to the root of why was I using? Why was I not happy? Why did I need to, you know, whatever that was. It wasn't my father. I didn't necessarily blame them, but I never accepted responsibility. I never said, Matt, this, you make the call. And it wasn't until I heard, like, and I've heard that song many times. It wasn't until I heard that at a particular time that I listened to the lyrics that if you want to make a change, you need to look at the person in the mirror. It was one of the most powerful things that ever happened to me. And that is so crazy that you're saying that because I just wrote about that today in my yeah. journal about looking in the mirror. It is bizarre. Like this bizarre world. This, we, we talked about bizarre, bizarre world last week. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Well, with the song. So crazy. But yeah, it's. Yeah. Accepting responsibility, looking in the mirror, finding out who you are. Yeah, it was. And, and that was such a, it was liberating in a sense, but it was also very, it can be very damaging to accept responsibility. There's a guy I follow called Grant Cardone and he talks about the really the higher level of accepting responsibility. He talks, you know, in, in one particular, particular talk, he'll talk about like, you know, I accept responsibility if I get in an accident because yes, maybe I was rear-ended. But I made the decision to get in my car to go wherever I was going. It was still a decision you made. You, you know, again, the, that level of responsibility, you know, he's not saying it's my fault I got in the accident, but he is accepting responsibility for him being in that position because of the decisions that he made. He chose to go to work earlier. He chose to leave later. Like 
that is a level of responsibility. I don't know if I'll get to. Like, if I get rear-ended, I'm you fucking asshole. But, you know, his <laughs> level of responsibility, of accepting responsibility for every decision that we make in life, that's what, you know, accepting responsibility is all about. Like, doesn't matter, you know, if if you, you know, cheated on a test, if you, you know, drunk, were drinking and driving, whatever it is, you know, for example, like I when I got my, my two DWIs, I got two DWIs in eight months. I was looking at doing a year in jail, lost my license, lost my job, a number of different things. And I was like, you know, why, how come, why me? All my friends do this. So many, you know, all the people I hung out with, I was, you know, I was uh, the guys that I'm, I was at that point, I was a consultant, you know, the guy, the attorneys that are at happy hour were more drunk. You know what I mean? It was like, why me? I'm not that, wasn't that bad. I'm not an alcoholic, you know? Um, yeah. And it was like that pity party and that woes me. Um, and again, at that point in time, when I was reading or, or listening to the, the lyrics of songs, right? Um, when we're happy, we hear music. When we're sad, we listen to the lyrics. And, you know, that's what was going on in my life. But that in particular message that that obviously both you and I, right? Crazy mm -hmm. worlds that brought us together. Is this? Yeah, there we go. Um, together and had that same experience with that particular song. And I think many other people have because that's the message there. You need to look in the mirror. If you do not like where you are, it's nobody else's fault but your own. I am, if I don't succeed in this business, it's because of me. It's not because of COVID. It's because of I didn't make the decisions. Uh, I didn't have a plan. I didn't react. I didn't adapt as quick. Whatever it is, I can't blame somebody else. And the moment I accept that responsibility for whatever it is, is the moment you take charge. Yeah. I don't know how many people are willing to do that. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, you obviously mean the podcast business and you are putting a lot of effort in. So, huh? I said, you obviously mean the podcast business and you're putting a lot of effort in. So take charge and keep producing. Oh, man. As long as you keep bringing the fire like you are today, I'll keep. <laughs> That's for the viewers, obviously, not the listeners. No. <laughs> um no i agree put if you don't put the effort in how can you expect anything to come from it uh and how can you expect your life to change you can't but we all god you just can't that's it it's simple it is. And it's simple you want that fire but you just can't you know you hear people who want the moon they want the stars they want all of these things but then when you ask them for a plan it's the eventually plan mm -hmm. the someday plan oh sure and you're like okay <laughs> when are you going to get started on that and it's always tomorrow <laughs> well why not right now why don't you while you're listening to this go for a run or go for a walk or start doing something now. Take a step in the right direction towards it. Yeah. And have the conversations that you need to have. There's, we, and we all know, right? We know the people who, you know, didn't get the promotion because so and so is a kiss ass or right. uh, they got fired because their boss is an asshole, but yet they were late to work 10 times in one quarter. 
right? Mm-hmm. And that's the type of responsibility that that I think you and I are both talking about here is like you've got to own your shit, man. You've got to realize that it's nobody else's fault. Like, get and do what you can to get to the point where they've got no other option but to promote you. They've got no other option but to to like you. You don't have to like it in business. You just got to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and and how many people are willing to say, you know what, I'm gonna, I don't give a shit. Like, and, and you could very well be right. Chances are you're right. They do favor that person. But at some point, or you make the decision to get the fuck out because you see what's going on. Right? It's time to get up, time to get out of, of that situation. Um, but you've got to make that decision. You know, it's not, it's not the the governor's fault while we're, you know, well, it's the governor's fault while we're locked up that we get, but and we have no choice. Um, but, you know, it's not the, the state's fault. You know, if you don't like New York state, we can all leave. Like we can bitch about the taxes. Well, you can move down to Florida and, and not have a different, you know, we'd be on the beach right now. We'd be on the beach doing our podcast. So like every, we've got a choice in every, just every single moment of our life. Right. And, the choices we make dictate what happens in our lives. The choice to sit on the couch, uh, the choice to eat the wrong foods, the choice to to not uh, read the book or you know do the work or put the extra time in the proposal or the project. Like we all make choices, you gotta you gotta accept that responsibility. You've got to. It's nobody else. It's not your kids. It's not this. It's not that. It's how much are you willing to accept that responsibility. Yeah, it's all true. Man, it's all true stuff. Yeah, it's just it's something that I have, and I'm I'm not I'm not perfect here. I'm not. I don't think you and I are either. One of us are saying that. But I know, like, if again, if I don't make it, it's because I was afraid to do something. Right. right? I know what I need to do to take my business to the next level. And that's might be get, do more on Instagram, make this. And I can, the reason I don't do it, maybe it's because one day I'm feeling, you know, imposter syndrome. And one day I just, you know, I can't get myself to make it. It's still my fault, right? It's still my decision not to do something. And so right. we succeed or we fail because of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Make the team, you didn't practice hard enough. You know, win the championship, you weren't willing to sacrifice yourself, right? You can't blame, right, in sports, we'll use that. So often we blame the refs. Well, no, if you executed better, you would have scored on that. If you executed better, you would have stopped that person or that team or that play. Right. That other person tried just a touch harder. And there, so, there's luck. There's definitely luck that comes in in the play here. Luck. And luck. luck. Huh? Answer your luck. <laughs> you know Andrew Luck, huh? Listen, I have a story about Andrew Luck, but I'll wait till the end. <laughs> okay, um, but there is, and I, I think you know we the luck that you have is is based on what you put in. Now, mm-hmm. the people that work and show up day in day out, they're going to get those breaks. Right, they execute most of the time. Uh, they're going to get the lucky breaks. Now I can't stop thinking about Andrew Luck. Well, you got to say you can't wait till you got. We got to go into Andrew Luck's story. What happened? Uh, so my best friend from high school lives in Indianapolis and I go visit her whenever I can because she's amazing. So one time, the first time actually that I went to visit her, I walked into a bar 
and I didn't actually walk into a bar. I walked in. <laughs> Sorry. Inside. Joke. Dad joke. Um, <laughs> I walked into a bar and all these people were around this guy. And I was like, oh, I wonder who that is. I That's so funny. Uh, he was kind of an awkward looking person. <laughs> and he had big ears. <laughs> and uh, she doesn't know because she doesn't watch football. Um, so we Googled him. And... <laughs> We found out he was Andrew Luck. So I was going to go up to him and ask for his picture, but nobody else was. Like it was seemed like somewhere that he hung out. So the people that were around him were like friends. Yeah. Um, so I was told that I couldn't go ask for a picture by the person that I was with. So I was like, well, that's freaking stupid. Like I'm in Indy. I should be able to ask Andrew Luck for a picture. Yeah. So Rest of the weekend, I just kept hashtagging Andrew Luck was here on every picture, every place that I went. Well, I had so many people from Indianapolis start following me because really? I kept hashtagging Andrew Luck was here. Um, and to this day, I have like a bunch of followers from Indy who still follow me on Instagram. All because of that? Yeah, but Andrew Luck was probably never at half the places that I was at. <laughs> I just lied. Uh, that was my hashtag all weekend. Andrew Luck was here. So, wow. Yeah, but I saw him at one place. I shared air with Andrew Luck. You just but did. I have no picture to prove it because I wasn't allowed. And your friend told you that? Mm-hmm. That would have been like, have your picture. Yeah. I, well, I mean, and I had tried. I tried to get, like, low and get one with him, like, because he's tall, so like get him behind yeah. me, but like I couldn't because then I just looked super creepy. Yeah. Like yeah. it wouldn't have been as creepy for me to just go ask for his picture. Yeah. I like you were like in the shadows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not creepy at all. No. 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 I'm like hiding behind the pole that I saw. Like, here I am. Yeah. Wow. I could have gotten escorted out for just being a stalker. Just being creepy as fuck. Yeah. Now, like he looks over, like, well, can you, can you yeah. get her can a little short you... girl over there? Get her. Yeah. And she's got a Bill's hat on too. Get her the fuck out of here. Do you have a, actually have a Bill's hat on? I think so. Cause I wore my Bill's hat everywhere. So I assume that I would have. Okay. So yeah, that's Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was here. It's not your friend's fault though. Let's talk about accepting responsibility. It was my fault. I could have just walked up. To, I'm a grown ass woman. I could have just said, I'm taking my picture with Andrew Luck. Yeah. Good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, we're talking about accepting responsibility, yeah. right? You could have said, yeah. I, I respect your opinion, but I'd like a picture with Andrew Luck. I'm going to go over there. Usually I would too. I don't know why I didn't. I'm not, in case you haven't noticed, I'm not someone who usually is like, no. Yeah, I'm not going to do that because you said so. Usually I'm like, eh, fuck it. I'm going to go do it anyways. Yeah. The scrub no. I know would have been like, huh, okay. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, tall person. I usually would have just climbed up out of it, but like, here's my picture. <laughs> You're my new best friend. Well, that one time in Indy where you could have met Andrew Locke. Yeah. Whatever. Hey. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. wasn't meant to be. Yeah. I could have been his yoga instructor. Yeah. Can you imagine? You could have been retired probably on what he probably would have paid for you to be his yoga instructor. Like, right. or maybe he's even still in the league. Is he? I don't know. Well, no, he's not because oh. he, his body took a beating and he just made the decision that um, the game was, you know, he was, it was getting physical or his body. <laughs> he decided that the game was starting to get physical. 
I mean, in true physical form. The decision, um, and he took a lot of shit from people. Like, wait a minute, you're the number one quarterback. What do you mean? Oh, he, he all of a sudden, it was in uh, preseason, yeah. right? He just retired. He just yeah. retired, yeah. Schlub. So, he says, look, my health, being able to walk around with my kids, that's more important. Oh, he has kids? Mm-hmm. You know, for a lot of guys in the NFL, they're making that decision earlier that the game has it's always been physical. And I, yeah. But anyway. Or way well, the concussion thing, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're accepting responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, and he did. Yeah, and that decision. Like, oh, I want to oh, last a while. You know, he accepted responsibility. Lost a lot of money making that decision. I yeah. don't think it matter. I think he's probably going to do all right either way. Yeah, but well, he can always go to the circus. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. That's mean. You shouldn't say mean things about people because karma will come back to you. Oh, it will. Yeah, if I ever have a baby, it's going to have big ears like that. I had big ears. Yeah, I grew into these big boys. Yeah, see? He week. didn't, though. No, he didn't. I mean, look how tall he is. He should have grown into his ears. He didn't. Imagine if he was shorter. Hmm? Imagine if he was shorter. What those babies would be like. That <laughs> should be so funny. That means, stop it. You're just perpetuating the meanness. Right. Anyway, we were talking. I got. We both have to accept responsibility. We took the conversation to this point. Correct. We that was that was so the, the whole idea. Good Andrew Lux again. But if you didn't tell that, you wouldn't have accepted responsibility for not taking that picture. Correct. It wouldn't be a bully. Told the story. You're like, I would have took it, but my friend wouldn't let me. Hmm. Correct. Thanks, Amy. Ooh, you said her name. Dang. Yeah. Called, Called her out. out. Yeah, it wasn't really her fault. Amanda. Yes. <laughs> because thanks, Amanda. Not, thanks to me for not accepting responsibility. Being a grown ass woman walking up yeah. there and getting that uh, that picture. That's what. Next it, time I see a football player, I'm getting it. Just get it. Do it. Get it. That is that's that's the the whole premise behind the the show today was was about that. What's going on with that hair? <laughs> I did the bag thing again. I like we're just we're like that kid that like our attention span is done and we're just like licking the windows and looking all over the place and looking yeah. at oh, what the well hey we <laughs> about, at one point we talked about accepting responsibility today we got, <laughs> way, we got way off i'm on third base <laughs> you're on third base yeah who's on third base are we playing baseball right now? On first. Um, yes, accepting responsibility. We are accepting responsibility for our attention spans. Don't schedule long meetings for us. We won't attend. No, we will completely. Click, 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 click. All right. So, anyway. Or have good slides or snacks. True. Mm -hmm. Good snack. Juice box. You like juice boxes? <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Or those apple sauces? What are the the goody ones? Oh yeah, yeah. You like? Yeah. Oh yeah. Disney gives those out after the races. Those are the first things I eat. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You gotta get the gotta fuel back up, replenish. Mm -hmm. So good. Anyways, Ooh. uh you have a quote for us. <laughs> Uh, do I have a quote for us? Well, I do, uh, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, I'm sorry. Slow it down. 
Slow her down there. Take her easy. Pump the brakes there, Chief. Pump the brakes. Okay. Bill haven't one said who uh you know where to find us. But oh I apologize. Right. We're just we what's got slow. What's we got the slow. butt? What's that? What's the butt? What's the butt? You said butt. But uh we also need to uh talk about what we're gonna talk about next week, which is going to be another off the cuff. Oh, I thought you wanted me to say what we were going to talk no. about. It's going to be a surprise for you guys. We're keeping it fresh. Uh, I, yeah. We're going to try and again keep it as uh, it's tough not to relay something, relate something to COVID because it's the freaking world we live in. But we did a good job today of not being too much into that and going more so with with the concept of accepting responsibility. Uh, which then led to Andrew Luck, which got way out of hand, but it was good shit. And, and this is why you listen to us because uh, not only do we provide a ton of information, we are very amusing, at least to each, at least to ourselves. I think we're hilarious. <laughs> so do I. Uh, where Scrubs can, uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on the Side Monkey Pod Instagram. As well as Sakaski, S A K K A S K I, or Amanda Skrupski Muldoon on Facebook. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me yes. at the Copa. Copa, Copa Cabana. Cabana. <laughs> I'm not going in the song there, but uh, you can find me. My mom's going to be so excited. Barry Manilow is her favorite. Is she? Is he? She. <laughs> Is she? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm named after Mandy by Barry Manilow. Do you know that? I do know. Fast facts for you for the day. Day, I forgot to leave one. There it is. Wow. Okay. Really? That's why you're named Amanda. Yeah. No one's ever called me Mandy though. Oh, I'm gonna start. I can't. I got scrubs. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I'm not a Mandy. I don't look like a Mandy. Not a Mandy. Yeah. I'm a scrubs. No doubt. No doubt. You can you can find me not at the Copa, but at uh Matt or Mac Fitness 100 on both Facebook and Instagram. So both of those platforms, it is the same. You can email me any questions on the podcast or uh, health fitness, any of that related at Matt at MacFitness100.com. And you can check me out at www.macfitness100.com as well. Check the website out. Maybe come check out. Look at that website. Oh, yeah, website. Moving on up. Like the Jeff. How many places? What's How do you that? keep up? How do you keep up? I, I can't keep up. That's the that's the problem. Too much. You Sometimes you got to scale it back, tone it down. But we do have a quote. We do have something we want to leave you with uh, today. All right, and this is by Hal Elrod. Hal Elrod wrote the as author of the book, uh, the morning. The was it Miracle Morning? Where is it? <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> there it is. It is the Miracle Morning uh, by Hal Elrod. All right, and this is very fitting for what we talked about. The moment you expect. Should I try again? Yeah. <laughs> The moment you accept responsibility for everything in your life is the moment you gain the power to change anything in your life. So one more time. The moment you accept responsibility for everything in your life is the moment you gain the power to change anything in your life. Beautiful. That is from hell. Hell. Elrod. 
He's worth a few bucks, but that is the most uh, notable one. And that just lends into what we talked about today. There's no person to blame here. You can't blame anyone else for your current situation. Your loved one, your parents, your your pastor, your your, your president. Can't blame anyone. Governor. The governor, mother jumper. Polo. Cuomo. Polo. Polo. Oh, sorry. You've got to accept it. You got to... You have to take responsibility for who you are, where you're at, and where you're going to go, right? So that's what we have for you guys today. Hope you enjoyed the podcast each and every week. If you haven't liked uh, the podcast or followed it, I suggest you do. And if you haven't shared it out, please do. Also, guys, if you do enjoy it, go on uh, Apple iTunes and give us a five-star review. Oh, yeah, do that. An absolute, uh, that would mean the world to us. That's how. Apple tends to grade their podcast, so if you guys can provide a review, what you like, uh, just DM us what you don't like. Don't put that shit in there because that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, guys, go live your life in abundance, and until we see you guys next week, peace and love. Peace out.